Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to the God Venture Podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about one of the more frequently asked questions that we're given, which is mainly about why we are motivated to go out camping and what motivates us to go do something that's really rough and sometimes not always fun, you know? Because camping doesn't always go smoothly. It can be cold, it can be rainy, and it can be not always just glamorous, but we enjoy it. And for our verse today, I'm gonna share a story from 1 Kings. All right, 1 Kings 17, uh, there's a little passage there I'm gonna read from, but the specific one I'm gonna read is four. So, you shall drink from the brook, and I have commanded the ravens to feed you there. And this specific thing is God telling Elijah to go out and basically go camping, and he's going to provide for him there. And I was reading and doing some research on camping in the Bible and when it shows up. And when I did that, I actually saw that there was a lot of times, especially in the Old Testament, where God sends people out, and he doesn't necessarily call it camping, but they have tents, and it's basically that. And so it, he does it so that they can he can show them that he is enough, that you don't need all these things to to have life, to sustain life. And that you, a lot of times he's trying to teach you something. In this specific story here, he's about to tell Elijah about and prepare Elijah that there's going to be a drought coming up. And so he needs to prepare his nation and the people that listen to him as a prophet for that. And then in the next little section here, he actually raises someone from the dead by pleading with God and asking God to do that. And so, I mean, he prepared him for that as well. I'm not saying that God's about to, because you go camping, that you come back and you raise someone from the dead, but he could definitely teach you something out there if you go out and you listen to the whispers that he gives you. And so that's one big reason why we really like camping is that we can get out away from everything and... I'm a firm believer in the worse your cell coverage is, the better your prayer service is. So really lean into that when you guys go out, go outside. And we're going to talk a little bit about today about why we like camping and why you should go camping as well. And then we'll talk about a few different easy ways to get into it and some different types as well. Yeah, I really want to piggyback off that, bro. That's good. Yeah, and part of the reason why, you know, me personally, I enjoy camping is just because you don't realize how much in a day that you're on your phone and you're connected to, you know, the world. And I think when your focus is not primarily on God, or if you're distracted mainly, you're not going to be able to hear God's voice. And that's why, you know, when you, like what you said, when people are out in the wilderness trying to discern what God's saying and let him lead them and be their provider, when you're literally out in the wilderness, for me, it's like I get more in touch with who I am as a person and I get to enjoy you know, good company and not have to be interrupted by anything else or like what I have to do at work when I get back and my other priorities. So it really kind of grounds you in a weird way. And it's not even just because of where you're going. It's just because you're away from everything and being out in nature just really gives you a spiritual refresh. Yeah. Robert, do you have anything to add to that? Yeah. I think that was really, really solid, Nathan. When you remind me of this quote, I actually just read it today from the book, The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry. It's a little bit of a That's a tongue twister right yeah. there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so the quote says, because what you give your attention to is the person you become. To put it another way, the mind is the portal to the soul, and what you fill your mind with will shape the trajectory of your character. 
In the end, your life is no more than the sum of what you give your attention to. And I think that quote's really convicting because if all we're giving our, if 90, 98% of our day is spent on social media or on our phones or calling or doing work or emails or texting, and that's just, that's just screen time alone. And then you have other things drawing your attention away. We have a million different things in our culture pooling for our attention all the time, but there's really only one thing that matters at the end of the day. And we seldom make time for it. And I, that's why I like camping in the wilderness because you get outside and all those distractions disappear. Like when you're looking at, when you're on top of a mountain and you're staring off into the sunset or at the sunrise, or when you're standing beside a tall stream with like a little brook babbling on by, or when you're standing in the ocean and you see the waves crashing in, all that just disappears. The whole world just disappears. And in that moment, it's just your soul and God. I mean, that's why I think the wilderness is something you really should strive to get into. Yeah, and it's not really hard when you actually get out there. It's not really hard to immerse yourself in that environment because I think us as humans, we're really good at kind of shrinking the world down to what we see on a daily basis. And that includes God too. Like God's so big and he can do things in so many different places in so many different ways. And when we kind of, when we pray sometimes, we, we be praying about the things that are going on in our life, in our town, um, but that being said, when we get out to the wilderness and that world kind of disappears, you know, nothing else is able to influence you on who you are because I know I, I've had different influences from my work, from my church, from my other friends. And they, they have sayings where you're the sum of the, of the five people that you're closest to. And, you know, that's why they say you got to be close to God. And like, yeah, like I said, being out there really gives you a connection to who you are and almost like a, a grounding that you really can't get from geographically being anywhere else, in my opinion. So that's awesome. Yeah. And something you said off of community is like the, the you're the sum of your, your five closest friends. Like that's another thing you get to build when you go out on a camping trip with some friends or family or whoever. You're going to be really close to those people physically, actually, and uh, and just kind of have good conversations with them and being able to sit around a campfire and talk to people and not have any other distractions or anything on your mind of like, this is what I have to go do next or whatever. You get to have some really good conversation and working through stuff together is another big thing. Like you, some stuff doesn't go well all the time, like we talked about earlier. Sometimes it rains. Sometimes it's hard to build a fire. Sometimes you have to build something to be able to have some shelter or something like that. But being able to kind of work through stuff as well is another big thing that why you get to build community. So community is another big thing that I think is really good about camping specifically that you're working through stuff and you're building shelter, cooking dinner, stuff like that that you wouldn't necessarily do if you were hiking. Like, yes, you can get out in nature and see awesome stuff and be able to connect to God through nature. But when you go and go camping and spend time with close friends and that kind of thing that that's kind of a whole nother level I think yeah and there's not many opportunities I mean like you said where stuff's gonna go down like real you know problems that actually make you worried and like maybe even a life or death death sense and you're with like your friends there's very rare instances where you'll be in that situation you know in like a safe environment in your neighborhood or in your community and I don't know if this is only a guy thing. I feel like it might be, I, I could be wrong, but whenever for me, when we go out and do these adventures and crap goes wrong, 
I, <laughs> it's still like I, you look back on those memories and like even though it sucked, it kind of like it's a fond memory. And I remember when I was reading this book by John Eldridge called Wild at Heart, he was describing people. It, it's a book about Christian masculinity. The book was talking about how some people were recalling some of their most dangerous life moments. One of them was like some guy was out at sea with his buddies sailing and a huge storm rolled in. And it was like an actual situation where the boat could have tipped and they could have died easily. And he, he looked back talking about that saying that was one of the best memories of my life. So not saying that you should go out and try to go in <laughs> danger, but... It definitely, you know, it shows your character and definitely shows, you know, what kind of your friends, when you're with them, like what kind of bond you guys have. And Mm. it's crazy. Yeah, it builds. It makes you build trust real fast with someone. I, I, these guys like to go rock climbing a lot. I'm not too experienced with that, but I have gone rappelling a few times. And I remember my buddy, Will, Will Brett, this is a shout out to Will Brett, by the way, dude, you rock. (laughs) We went rappelling in Dahlonega into like, so Dahlonega was where the first gold rush was in the United States ever. And so there's a bunch of old abandoned mine shafts and we went rappelling into one of these mine shafts and it was terrifying. Like there's a <laughs> lot of trust in him and that his that rope was awesome. good quality. Yeah, it was so cool. Like it was such a great, like, like you said, a very, very fond memory despite how dangerous it was, but it took a lot of trust. And like, I remember leaning over the edge and I said a few words, I can't repeat it on air. And I was like, I'm going for it, dude. And he's like, go for it. And I just went down. But it was a lot of fun, but it builds a lot of trust. When you rely on someone in a situation like that, you know you can rely on them in real life as well. Was it worth it when you did it? Oh, it was so worth it. It was so worth it. I'd do it again. I want to take these guys actually one day. That sounds sick. That actually that. sounds insane. I really do like repelling. And most of the time I do it, it's like just out of makes it easier to like because when we go outside like outdoors climbing like we go up to yona or uh, the the kind of easiest place to get into outdoor climbing is indian seats that's in the area and whenever i'll set up the quick draws and all the the rigging up at the top it's easier to just rappel down instead of walking around so and it's just more fun and too so i definitely enjoy rappelling and something off of what Nathan said earlier with Wild at Heart, there's also a girl version of the book that's actually co-written with John Eldridge and his wife, Stacy Eldridge, and that's called Captivating. So if you are a girl that's listening to this, definitely recommend that book as well. And even if you're a guy, I recommend reading both of the books, no matter if you're a guy or a girl, just because it helps you understand the opposite sex better. Yeah, Which is important when you're... 20 or 22 and everybody trying to get married and, um, <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah well and understanding the desires of the other person's heart like and understanding what your role is and but more importantly what god's role is in that is i think why it's helpful to read both of the books especially as a guy you don't necessarily think about a girl's perspective i don't know about Girls, I'm not a girl, so I don't know if girls really kind of think, kind of understand that, but I'm guessing not. I'm guessing girls don't understand as well either as what guys are doing. So I definitely recommend both of those books there. So let's talk about a little bit of the different types of camping to get into. Robert's kind of our expert on backpacking, so I'm going to ask Robert to kind of explain backpacking and kind of what that's like. Backpacking is really cool, and I wouldn't let it intimidate you. Because I know it is kind of like the first time I did it, it was a little intimidating because you're packing everything you need 
into a backpack and you're going out to the woods for sometimes a few days at a time, if you're like really, really like well prepared and you've been doing this for a while and you've got a lot of experience, you can go out for even longer than that. I would recommend for if you're doing it for the very first time, just going for an overnight backpacking trip. Backpacking is cool because you're really relying on like one, your ingenuity, two, your preparedness, and then three, like you're just throwing everything that you have in the backpack that you're going to need and then you're relying on that. And if you don't have what you need or if you, you forgot something, you guys got to be really resourceful in making, making ends meet. Like per se, let's say you get out there and a really big thing with backpacking is, is almost anywhere in the United States, you're going to run into bears. They've learned that backpackers and people that are camping, it's really easy to get free food off these people because they just have a ton of trash. And so you got to do a, a bear bag and you got to tie it up. And let's say that you forget your bear bag. All of a sudden, you've got to find out what to do with these goods that you have with this, this trash and this leftover food, or else you can have a bear showing up in your camp in the middle of the night. And so it makes you be kind of resourceful. You eat it all. <laughs> yeah, you eat it all. You burn it in the fire. You got to make something to do with, like, let's say you got a trash bag with you and some rope, or if you got, like, a t-shirt you can tie it up in a certain way and tie it up something like that i don't really know it's i i haven't run into that issue before now we don't want you to get intimidated by backpacking it's not super crazy i mean yes you can go on these long trips like if people do the appalachian trail that's how they do it is they have everything in a backpack but you can also just get your normal school backpack and put all your stuff in there with some friends and kind of share the, the load that you're carrying and go do something fun. That's something else you can do. And I really like backpacking specifically because you're able to like go on a mountain and go camping where you wouldn't be able to do that normally. Like you can't drive up to the, the top of the mountain usually. Mm-hmm. So that can be something that is kind of a unique thing about backpacking. Do you have anything else to add, Robert? Yeah, I would just, I want to take a real quick second to recommend a few items if it's your first time going out there. Like Matt said, don't be intimidated. There's really not a lot you have to bring. If you've got like a Jan Sport backpack or something like that, you can go backpacking just as well as a guy with like a 40 liter RAI backpack. And so you just, first of all, you need a backpack. That's, yeah. And oh. I mean, we also <laughs> talked a lot about this gear on the one of the previous podcasts. So if you want to go back and listen to the gear episode, you can learn a lot more about it. But basically you're just thinking about everything you need for camping, putting it in a backpack. So you want to think about weight and you want to think about size and that kind of thing yeah so you'll think need for sure water need a little bit of food supplies like granola bars are really good something that's easy to pack you'll want a sleeping bag you'll want a tent or an eno and you'll want a fresh pair of clothes and then you can pack a little like survival kit which is just like has like an emergency bank blanket matches things like that that'll help you start a fire and that's really all you need to go backpacking for the first time What's crazy is, is like when Matt was talking about managing your weight too, there's different ways to actually approach backpacking. And some people like to carry like a ton of stuff, like extra things. But, and then there's other people out there who I've, I've heard, because I was at an REI one time and the people who work at REI are absolutely like, they work there because they're outdoorsy. So I've met people there who have, literally they go camping with like no tent and no like mattress to sleep on and they just take a tarp and they go super lightweight and they just try like speed run the Appalachian Trail. <laughs> that's insane. And they're like 50 years old too. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's what's really cool about hiking is that you can actually do it with, even if you're older, like hiking is one of those activities that, you know, longevity doesn't really matter with it. You can still like go out and participate in hiking and going out in nature. Yeah. And, and maybe, that counts for campiness too. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, those, I mean, that's uh, definitely kind of the brief on on backpacking. But something that's a little bit easier to get out of, and we might have should have talked about this first, but the easiest way to really get into this, and it's super, super easy to go camping, is just go rent a campsite nearby. You can go over to Lake Lanier. That's probably the closest place to go, and you can rent a campsite for like 20, 30 bucks for a night. And then that's just going to have flat little area. You have a little campfire spot. You, I think they also have showers and that kind of thing included in your, in your nightly fee. And so that's probably the easiest way to get into it. And you can go buy a tent for really cheap. You can even, if you don't have a tent, you don't want to go spend money on a tent and you just want to spend a little bit more money on like a campsite thing. It's not necessarily camping, I guess, but you can go over to a lot of state parks that actually have like yurts and things like that. They're like little circular buildings that people will stay in as well. And so that, those are cool things to do. Just go check out a state park near you and you can check out that. That's an easy way to get into camping. Yeah, so like another thing off of that where I was talking about those where you just pull into the parking lot and then you camp right there. That's essentially car camping. I mean, you can go over and uh, just camp right there next to your vehicle. A lot of times people will do where they just they have an air mattress. Grant Gilbert used to do this a lot where he would lay down his seats in his forerunner and just put an air mattress in there and just camp in there. That's a cool way to do things as well as far as camping. You can do overlanding like we've talked about as well, where you go and you have off-road cable vehicle and then you can go out and camp on like up in, up in the mountains and places that you can't get a normal vehicle to. And so that's an option. You can get tents for that and all that kind of stuff as well. And that's a lot of fun. So really just any way that you want to get into camping, that's definitely something we would recommend. You should definitely try to check out. Do you guys have any stories of like just one or two stories you guys want to share of just kind of cool camping stories where you've kind of seen God in nature for us to close with? Yeah, I got one, Matt. There's this really cool place in North Georgia in the Lanaga area called Preacher's Rock. And it's along the Appalachian Trail. And one time I went, I went camping for the, actually I think it was the very first time I went camping there. It was in November, freezing cold. I tried to do it in the Eno. It was a terrible idea. Brace the suck though. And I woke up in the morning and I caught the most beautiful sunrise. It was red. I, I very rarely see red sunrises like that. Like it was, it was absolutely beautiful. And I had to go to work immediately afterwards. So I was up before everyone else just looking at the sunrise by myself. I mean, I think I still have a picture of it. I might send it to Matt and put it on the Instagram, show it to you guys. It was just a beautiful sunrise and a great way to start the day. Yeah, that's, that's really cool. I mean, I have a kind of brief story I'll add to that. One of the first times I went like backpacking was I went camp on Yona Mountain and it was miserably cold. I also did the Eno thing and I was like, oh, this new sleeping bag is going to be great. And it was horrible. It was so cold. <laughs> and I like, woke up and I like couldn't feel my toes. And it was just like I kept waking up throughout the night, like begging God for the sun to rise early. And when the sun finally rose, it was one of my favorite sunrises I've ever seen. And so... This, it's a constant daily reminder of how God is faithful when yeah. an awesome sunrise comes up. You're like, wow. And if you just wake up early, you can be like, yeah, those are sunrise. <laughs> and God's, God's still there for us, and he, he is almighty. What's that Bible verse about joy coming in the morning? You experience that, Maybe. my friend. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, that's definitely a good, yeah, that's it. Thanks, guys, for listening to the God Venture Podcast today. We hope you enjoyed and we hope you learned a little bit about camping and that we encouraged you to go out and go camping. And feel free to let us know if you have any questions on our Instagram account about good campsites to check out. 
and there's definitely lots of good things and just look for state parks and different things like that around you but we hope that you enjoyed it and we hope that you learned something if you did we would love you to leave a review and just let us know what you learned in that review and give us a follow on instagram so you can see some of the stuff that we're talking about in this podcast as well thanks again for listening to godventure podcast see you out on the trail